as we have just seen, I, being a dad, have also been bestowed with such gifts. Believe it or not. Now, I don't have any video evidence of this. However, there have been times when I have needed to save my kids with my superhuman abilities given by God. Uh, A little while ago, Asher was uh, on our table because he climbs up on the table to get into his high chair. Uh, He misjudged it, was going to fall, boom, caught, head saved from ground, crisis averted, God-given superhuman abilities. But there's more. Uh, We're at the beach uh, a couple of months ago. I was watching the kids uh, swimming in the surf. Uh, Scarlet, as Scarlet does, gets a little bit overexcited and not really sure of what's going on around her. Bolts on down into the water, massive wave comes, crashes over her. I reach in, pull her out to safety. Yes, her hair was all over her face and she had no idea what was going on. Crisis averted. I was talking with Rachel uh, about this, um, you know, my God-given superhuman abilities. Uh, And Esther was sitting at the table and she's like, well, hang on, Daddy, there was that time when... um, You dropped me off at school in the drop-off zone and I had new shoes and I wasn't used to them and I tripped over and I scraped up my knees. I mean, you know, you didn't save me that time. Well, I didn't save you from hurting yourself, yes, uh, but only seconds before we left to go to the drop-off zone, I decided to put pants on. So when I jumped out of the car, I had pants on and so I was saving you from public humiliation. (laughs) She she wasn't impressed. (laughs) All jokes aside, um, if there's one thing, though, that you noticed through all of those images that we saw of dads, you know, saving their kids, one thing that jumps out to me, though, is every single kid in all of those situations had no idea that they were in danger. You know, the last one we saw of when dad's hurtling down the hill, that kid at the bottom that he grabbed, he had no idea that it was just about to be smashed by that car. You saw the one with the remote control car that came out. That kid was just staring blankly and Dad's just bang, hand out. These kids had no idea that they were in danger. At the risk of sounding like I'm having a go at you, I think sometimes we can live our lives like these kids where we are in no idea of how much danger we are in. Uh, We look at our lives and we think, actually, I think, you know, Life's going good, you know, nice house I live in. Uh, I've got friends. I can go to the shops and buy stuff I like. Uh, You know, we look at our lives and go, I'm I'm going all right, you know. I'm a good person. I had a go at that guy the other day at the shops, but, like, he really deserved it. But other than that, you know, I'm a good person. I do more good than bad. It's not like I killed anyone this week. I might have lied to my parents but, oh, look, it was just a little white lie. That's, that's all right. You know, I'm, on the whole, I'm a good person. Okay, maybe I don't always live my life the way that I should and maybe I do things I'm not really proud of to try and fit in with other people. But, you know, it's better than being picked on like that, that other Gumby kid at school. You know, but on the whole, I think that I'm, I'm a good person. Yeah, okay, look, there might be some secrets in my life that I definitely do not want other people to find out about. But, look, everyone's got them, you know, and they're not really hurting anyone else. You know, I I think that I'm a good person. Uh, Little do we know that we are living our lives completely oblivious to the danger that's coming, 
that we are completely oblivious to the fact that we need rescuing. We've been looking through the book of Romans and Paul has been getting us ready to the stage where we get to chapter 3 and he just comes out and says that all of us are unrighteous, that all of us have sinned and all of us are in desperate, desperate danger. Last week we heard from Romans chapter 3, verses 10 to 12, it says, None is righteous. No, not one. No one understands. No one seeks for God. All have turned aside. Together they have become worthless. No one does good, not even one. The Bible is very clear in telling us that we are all unrighteous, that our sins deserve death. Later in Romans, Paul says in chapter 6, verse 23, that the wages of our sin is death, that our sin deserves eternal separation from God. We are in some serious danger. The problem is, is that I think a lot of us live our lives like that is not the case, that we are either oblivious to the danger we are in or we are ignorant of it. The Bible is very clear here, do not fool yourselves. All of us have sinned and fall short of God's glory. These sins deserve death, separation from God forever. We are drowning in our sin and we need to be rescued. I've watched a few superhero movies, not as much as other people, but I've watched a few superhero movies. I cannot remember... a. So a couple of things I've learned from superhero movies. One of them is that it seems like that in every movie there is a person or a group of people who get themselves into a situation that they cannot get out of them themselves. I don't recall ever a time that those people have looked at their situation and gone, oh, I'm all right. It'll work itself out. Oh, you know, it, it's all good. Or when they've done that, that it actually has worked out good for them. I've never seen that happen. This is us. We should not fool ourselves that we can fix this problem ourselves. We are in desperate need of being rescued. The good news is that in tonight's passage, we, in a hopeless situation and needing to be rescued, can in fact be rescued by God. One of the other things I've learnt from superheroes movies is it seems like that in every movie these people that find themselves in this terrible situation, uh, that there is a hero that comes to the rescue and that there is always a rescue plan. Now, because they're movies, we may not always know who this hero is until right at the end or know exactly what the rescue plan is going to be and it all gets unveiled at the end. The difference between movies and the Bible is that God has shown us his rescue plan and he has shown us who the hero is. And at the risk of sounding like just a pat Sunday school answer, it is Jesus. Starting at verse 21, it says, But now the righteousness of God has been manifested apart from the law. Although the law and the prophets bear witness to it, the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. God has provided a way that we can be rescued. And he has done that with a rescue plan and providing a hero 
and that is Jesus. Through Jesus coming, through Jesus living his life on earth, as recorded in the Bible, through him living his life in a way that shows us how we can follow God. But going further than that, giving up his life and dying on the cross to pay the punishment for our sins, being raised back to life to show us that he is God. God has provided for us a rescue plan where we can be saved from our sins. And tonight, we find out, well not find out, but we find out from Romans here that there is certain things that we receive as a result. Like the effect of this plan is laid out for us. Starting at verse 23, it says, For there is no distinction, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and are justified by his grace as a gift. Now that word justified essentially means not guilty. The Bible talks about in Revelation that when we die, we're going to have to go and stand before God and give an account of our lives. God is going to look at us and say, you've sinned. You deserve eternal separation in hell from me. Go. However, when we place our faith in Jesus, we are justified, meaning that when that takes place, God will look at us and say, oh, actually, I see that your sins have been paid for by Jesus. You are now not guilty. You are free to enter into my happiness. We are justified. Not only are we justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. In biblical times, there were slaves. Uh, These slaves were considered as property. They were bought and sold. Sometimes people would buy slaves and free them. Uh, that is what this word redemption means, that these people, that we are redeemed, we are paid for and set free. Jesus has paid our ransom, which was the fee that you needed to pay to set these slaves free. Through Jesus' death, we, he has paid our ransom, which means that we are free from the bondage of sin. We have been redeemed. Then goes on to say that we are justified by the grace as a gift, through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as a propitiation by his blood to be received by faith. This was to show God's righteousness because in his divine forbearance he had passed over former sins. We don't often use the word propitiation. I will attempt to explain it for you. Essentially, we, God is a holy God. Uh, Sin is the opposite of God, essentially. So when he sees sin, is it abhorrent to God because he is holy and that sin is deserving of righteous wrath of God. Jesus came and died on the cross and he actually paid our wrath. So the word propitiation means that through the blood of Jesus, we actually advert the wrath of God. It passes over us because Jesus has paid for it. Hope you're taking this in because this is like an awesome plan that through what Jesus has done, we can be rescued. He is a hero and through his death and resurrection, we can be justified that we are found not guilty before God, that we're redeemed, that we are set free and that he is our propitiation in that he has taken the wrath that we deserve onto himself. This is an awesome rescue plan. While this is an awesome rescue plan, there are five words in this rescue plan that we need to make sure that we take in. 
Yes, this plan is enacted by God. Yes, he saw that we were going to need to be rescued. Yes, he provided Jesus as our hero through his death and resurrection that we can be rescued. But we still need to choose to be rescued. There are five words to be received by faith. There's a way in which that we can be rescued. God has provided a rescue plan. However, we still have a choice to make whether we wish to be rescued, whether we need to receive this by faith, whether we're willing to be rescued because we see the need to be rescued. Thanks, Peter.
are drowning in our sin the bible tells us that we are unrighteous because of it do you see your need to be rescued or do you think you're going to go all right god has provided us a way to be rescued through what jesus has done on the cross but we can only be rescued when we see our need to be rescued are you willing to be rescued let's pray Dear God, we thank you that you are a God uh, that has provided a way for us to be rescued. Uh, that through sending Jesus uh, to come and die on the cross and be raised back to life, you provided a way for us to be rescued from us drowning in our own sin. Lord, while you provide a rescue plan for us, Lord, we still need to accept this. We still need to see our need for Jesus because of our sin. Lord, help us each and every day to see that our sin separates us from you. We're sorry for those times that we do things our own way and think that we know better and are going to be all right. Forgive us for those times when we know that we are living a life that is not the way that you wanted to live. Forgive us, Lord, but we thank you that you have provided a way for our sins to be forgiven through the death and resurrection of Jesus. Help us to see our need for that rescue plan. Help us to accept the gift that you give us, that we can be made right in our relationship with you, justified that we can be redeemed help us to then go forward and live that life that we have received from you we pray these things in jesus name amen